Welcome to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast, coming to you from Gilbert, Arizona. We pray that God will bless your time as you listen. Go up onto a high mountain. Zion, herald of glad tidings, cry out at the top of your voice, Jerusalem, herald of good news. Fear not to cry out and say to the cities of Judah, here is your God. The good news that the prophet tells Zion and Jerusalem to cry out is I think um, given a particular flavor in the gradual. The gradual is what comes in place of what we're normally used to, the responsorial psalm. And since it's in Latin, uh, unless you're reading it up there, sometimes people don't pay attention. Exion species decoris eus, Deus manifeste veniet. Out of Zion, his perfect beauty shines forth. God is coming in broad daylight. Summon before him the consecrated nation who made a covenant with him by sacrifice. Now that translation takes um, liberties with the text. Uh, It's worthwhile going to the Latin uh, even if you don't know Latin well, and and working with the text to see um, what the original actually brings to bear. So the first thing is perfect beauty. Out of Sion, his perfect beauty shines forth. I, I get the translation perfect beauty, but if we were to really follow it literally, you'd get something like, Beautiful beautifulness, glorious gloriousness. Uh, it's a it's a Hebraism. In in Hebrew, there's not comparatives and superlatives, so you don't have good, better, best, right? Better is good, good, and best is good, good, good. That's why we sing at mass, holy, holy, holy. It comes from Hebrew. Uh, there's um, from Zion, uh, the beautiful beautifulness of the Lord shines forth. The second thing is summon before him the consecrated nation who made a covenant with him by sacrifice. Gather to him his holy ones who arranged a covenant with him through sacrifice. This is who we are. You want to know the beauty of God's people in the midst of the world? They are his holy ones who have made a covenant with God by sacrifice. That is the essence of our identity as a people. Our identity as a people is not being 
nice or polite. I don't suggest you be jerks. It's not in doing a lot of good things out there. I do suggest that you do those good things. The essence of our identity is as a holy people because we are those who have made a covenant with God by sacrifice. And not just any sacrifice. You know, not just the the little weak limited offerings that Father Keith gives up in his uh, penitential practices. But because I join all of those sacrifices to that sacrifice, to the sacrifice of the altar, this beauty has been reflected in, in the church, in the saints, in the mystics. And there's never been a, a better expression of it than the one given by St. Augustine 1,500 years ago. No one's ever surpassed it. And this comes from St. Augustine's Confessions, which is the praises of God. It's Book 10, Chapter 27. Late have I loved thee, O beauty ever ancient, ever new. Late have I loved thee. And behold, thou were within, and I was out of myself. And there, outside of myself, I sought thee. And in those beautiful things which thou hast made, I in my deformity rushed headlong. Thou were with me, yet I was not with you. These, those things held me far away from you, which were they not in you, would not even be. Thou hast called and clamored and ruptured my deafness. Thou flashed like lightning and shone in splendor and chased away my blindness. Thou breathed forth fragrance, and I drew in thy spirit, and now I gasp after thee. I have tasted, and I hunger, and I thirst. Thou hast touched me, and I burn ardently with thy peace. This is the experience of one who has seen the barest glimpse of the beauty of God. And my criticism that I would have of the church in modern times is this. Why do we make so many ugly things? Why do we make ugly churches? Why do we attempt to go about liturgy in a functional manner? Why do priests drive $50,000 cars, but vestments are made of plain polyester? Why is it that we do what we do here at our solemn mass at 11 a.m. with all the singing, uh, with the, uh, the priest attempting to sing? however poorly. 
Why do we worry about beautiful vestments? Why do we have all the servers and the incense and all of these things? There's two reasons. In the history of the church, the earliest church had no buildings. They celebrated in hiding. And whenever they were found out, they were put to death. And so then what did they have from the very beginning to show that they recognized the beauty of God? They sang the liturgy. It was not whispered in quiet. They met at dawn and sang hymns to Christ as God. This, this is, it lays at the very roots of the origins of Christian liturgy. But the first chance they got when Christianity was made legal, they started making great big buildings. And they covered them with art and decorations and colors. There was no such thing as a plain church. No one would have it. They got a pure marble without flaws and fashioned altars and statues. These uh, poor people made gold items for the service of the liturgy, chalices and censers, candlesticks. They gave their very best to the Lord as a sign that they recognized the beauty of God. When we strip these things away, what we're left with is, at best, a religion of morality. That religion of ethics becomes very quickly ugly and oppressive unless it's anchored in the beauty of God. Or we get the religion of utility and functionality. <clears throat> I fulfilled my commandment. I've done my obligation. The priest doesn't challenge me. I come in, I do my hour, and I'm gone. This very approach to the holy things of God not only misses God's beauty, it says something about us. Are we imbued with the glories of his grace? And if we are, that very beauty ought to shine forth. People should look in from the outside and say, whatever it is that they believe in there, oh, they do it so beautifully. I think this is a piece of why I love Christmas so much. Because we decorate. We throw it all out there. Our lights on our houses blink. Um, in the midst of the humdrum and boring of day to day, suddenly even our streets come alive. Have you been down Gilbert Road? Have you seen what they've done? This is the same sort of thing we're after here. Now, admittedly, we have our limitations and we don't always get it right. Um, but it is what we should strive for. 
When we begin to long for the stripped down, utilitarian, functional virgin, something's gone disastrously wrong with the way that we've approached our religion. Our God is beautiful. And in the liturgical signs and symbols, if we get the barest glimpse of that beauty, it should almost make us want to come undone in the face of it. And then all the other glittering things of the world lose their ability to compete with religious worship. Because when you know that you're always going to see that beauty when you come, you won't put anything else in its place. This is a message that we, the new people of Jerusalem, cry out in the midst of the darkness of the world. Behold, here is your God, and he is beautiful. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Anne Roman Catholic Podcast. For additional podcasts and media, visit us on the web at www.sanneaz.org. Again, that's www.stanneaz.org. St. Anne, pray for us.